Hello, welcome to this edition of Engage Podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Clive. And here's Clive. As there you go. Tell, there's no Jamie because, as I said to Clive before we got going, he's uh, meeting up with a friend who he hasn't seen in well over a year and a half. And he felt like he'd done his half um, in the last episode that we did with Damien. As you can tell from the title, we're doing more um, Eagle Mustache ships because... 180 issues, people. There's too much to do, damn it. And as we said last time around, we've got Clive back to carry on where we left off when we were doing uh, the takeover and we kind of went off topic at the end of the episode because we, we did talk about half an hour about Starships already already before we got going for this one, didn't we? I, I didn't realise we had <laughs> until you now told me it was half an hour. Um, it was something like that. It was like a good 20, half an hour of just talking more starships it's like we must stop now before we before it gets any longer i think jamie had fallen asleep by that point actually i think he did i think he called asleep i think he might have gone out gone out and got a takeaway and come back in the duration of the time we were talking about ships so yeah <laughs> um so yeah i don't as before i don't quite know where we're going to start but we'll just start somewhere and i think maybe we should start where we we're talking before and we we're talking about the premium battle cruiser it's something that we should we chose in a, a blog that I did with you. Yeah. Um, it was one of those ships, wasn't it, that we both sort of said, they've got to do it at some point. Um, it took a long time for it to finally appear, but I think it was one of those that you definitely, um, definitely needed to do. But then I'm not sure whether it came out quite as well as we might have ex- as expected, but I think it's quite as well as we would have wanted it to. I got a wonky bridge module online, so I was kind of like, I want to really go replace this. It's just it's just been there for long. It was wonky. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm sure in in space there's about four and a half billion tons of super glue to stick it on because <laughs> it was it wasn't at the right angle. But saying that, you know what? It's a really it is it is a nice ship and it's one of those that is unique because it was something that was used on another series that's used on another film before it was used in yeah. Star Trek. So actually, as a, as part of the the Starships collection, it is a quite a unique entry and one they definitely needed to do. Um, the episode itself, I think you and I have, have got a shared love for Booby Trap as a as a, an episode of TNG, um, and just the whole kind of mythos around it and the ship in a bottle thing is is just fantastic. But as a, as a as a model, it's 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 one of those that I really really wanted, but I wouldn't say I was as enthralled by it as I wanted to be by the end. I think it was a little bit of a disappointment just from a quality point of view rather than from an inclusion point of view. Wonky bridge module. <laughs> wonky damn you, wonky bridge module. Uh, yeah, it's it's a good one. I like. I, I do. You know what? I do like it, even though it is a bit wonky. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um. It, it came at that point in the collection though, where we were getting a lot of very random things. Um, it was at the point when we started. We were getting three versions of Excelsior concepts, and you know, I like Dave, them as well. Dave's ship from episode. 213 which you saw for 14 seconds and I'm, and it was one of that point where you kind of what what issue was the promoting battle cruiser about 160 142 142 wow so yeah we still had 38 issues to go at that point um and it was i think it was that point that would that, that it kind of was a bit iffy we'd done things you know like 
the Wolf 359 ships. Um, we'd done, by, by that point, we were starting to get into the XLT concept, I think. It was there around that kind of time, 142. Yeah, 152 um, was the first one. Yeah, 152. So that would have been the, yeah. Um, was it at a point, do you, do you think at that point it started to kind of grow a bit tired, perhaps? Um. Yes, yeah, some of them. Like I never quite got when we got um, Dahlia's Delta Flyer, and I never got why the frick we got Archer's toy starship. Yes, very good point. Very good point. However, looking at what was around that time, we did get the Merchantman. Yes. Yes, which is <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just pause there for a second. We did get the Merchantman which has to be one of the best 20 well, in the yeah, entire iconic, collection. Yeah, iconic starships. Yeah. We also and got that, Golf Ball. That is a quality one. The quality of that is is fantastic. It's a shame that they had to do it kind of, they cheapened it a little bit by redoing it as the shellac ship at about 177, <laughs> uh, which kind of went, oh, right, so we had to wait that long for the merchantman, and then you give us two within, like, you know, bus, bus route times. But the merchantman is, is is fantastic. Um, but we had to. It seemed very hit and miss at times in the collection, in that 180. And I don't kind of. I think we need, we need to maybe look at not just so necessarily this 180, but kind of look at the bigger picture on this one as well. But there was, if you remember back to issue two, um, on the back cover it it listed a load of ships that were going to come as part of the collection. One of them was the Fisarius which actually came two so issues not, after yeah. two issues after the merchantman. So One we had four, to wait six. like yeah, we had to wait like it six, was a golf ball. <laughs> six years for the golf ball. <laughs> it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth the wait. But no, you know what you know what? You look at you, you sort of said to me, I think about the ones that you're really good and ones that you know you would you would kind of keep and the ones that you would change and I'd still keep the Promillion Battle Cruiser, um, because it is such a a different piece and very very unique um it's got lovely greebling on it it didn't turn up anywhere else and you're right it's the same with the merchantman and that's why i like the merchantman as a model um because the quality of the the construction the finish on that ship the paint job is just beautiful the thing i always looked out for was the good metal to plastic ratio that was the clincher whether it would get in my book or not whether it was something that was just Holy plastic, probably not. Like, I said this to Damien before, Borg ships never got in there. The only one that ever got in there was the last one. Borg Cube, yeah. the, the one from issue 180. Yeah. Now, I would have I, I would have said, as Borg ships go, the, probably the best one out of the lot was the Queen's Diamond. Never cared for it. I think as a model, it, it's a, a very impressive piece of kit. Um to be fair the one that you get in attack wing the smaller version is actually quite good as well but keeping it keep it to the collection before i felt one when waffling on about attack wing and alliance but anyway um the i wasn't i wasn't greatly impressed with the board cube from the last one it had the sphere port on it which was quite nice um the probe was a complete it was along the lines of the hollow ship as well, which well, is just that was part. that was one of those rare occasions because I said I think I said the same in I was very very lucky with damaged ships. I hardly ha- ever had any. I think I ended up about two, and the mm. ball probe was one of them because 
the the metal weight in it is loose. I still have it, and it's due to be fixed eventually. But they sent me out a new one. But it's one of those ones that's like, well, that's already lost it for me. It's made of plastic. It's got metal weight in it that wasn't fixed right. Not going to happen. So I, I, they never excited me. They came no, up with I... It's like the sphere, isn't it? I suppose but the, the sphere wasn't the greatest piece of kit when it came to it. Um, it was a bit, golf. yeah. Again, it was it was the golf ball scenario. Um, the we, we didn't get a scout ball scout cube, did we? Never got a scout. Well, you mean the fact. What? one from um, Iborg? No. There's a the scout cube, which is the kind of smaller, teeny one. Never did one. Um, sphere disappointing. Probably to disappointing. say that, that'll end up as a bonus. <laughs> ben Robinson's just like, oh, I've got that one right. Okay, I'll get that one down. Um, yeah, <laughs> bonus edition, piece of plastic uh, with four stoppers on the corners. Fantastic. Um, yeah, Borg ships. Yeah, you're right. I think I think they weren't they weren't oh, as impressive as one. yeah. A simulated Arctic one. Oh, oh. The Arctic one, unassimilated, was much better than the assimilated version. Again, it's it's the that one was too black, not green enough. I I look at the Borg ones, and when I'm re- re- reviewing them, one it's very much Scooby Doo artwork on them. You know, you walk past the same thing twice, ten times before you realise where you're on it, and you're like, oh, I've looked at this side like twelve times now, and it's the same side. Um, especially with the uh, with the ta- well, the tactical cube as well. The tactical cube is effectively three sides duplicated from memory. One, two, three. It had a bit of interest to it. It was a bit. It was the same over and over again, same design over and over again. But at least it had something of interest on it. It's a board cube made of black sense. jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, but which I is am, kind of I'm like clutching at straws well, in a well, bit, why, just trying to. Here's my, here's my question though. Why do the Borg need to have more armor? Isn't the point of being the Borg that <laughs> you don't need the armor? Isn't that the point? Anyway, that's, the, that's, a, that's a universal species eight four seven two, I think. Universe, Star Trek, Star Trek doing what it usually does. Oh crap, we've made them beautiful now. Um, um, um. I know suits of armor. Yes, that that will do it. Yeah. Stick some more plastic on the outside. It'll be fine. Um, yeah, I think the Borg ships they, they suffered from the fact that they're all plastic and then they've kind of just got like painted green bits on them to kind of give it a glow, and it just didn't work. It just didn't excite. It didn't. It didn't give you what they want. And, and I think that what the collection showed is that some of the ships that you really thought were going to be amazing to look at and would have depth to them and that kind of thing, especially when you look at the Borg things where they've got the kind of depth to the actual hull, it lost its, it lost its, um, uh, I would say appeal, but I'm trying to think of a better word than that because they, they, they couldn't replicate that kind of detail. Gone to is another example. They, they couldn't do it on the budget they were doing the ships no, to. No. And the, some of them have absolutely suffered. Gone to, as I said there, uh, and the species 8472 bioships, anything that involves some sort of organic finish to it, just just lost it when it came to a model because you can't create that feel. And the same with the Borg ships because it's kind of almost living in some respects because of the way that it, it rebuilds itself and and the way that they, they use the glow and that inside the ships, you'd have to put so much translucent plastic inside it and green glowing bits it's going to be budgetarily impossible um, and same with gone to and saying the species 8472 bioship is that you've got that kind of organic nature to them that just can't have that kind of living moving and pulsing 
effect on them. You've got to kind of have them static and it just doesn't lift. So, so I'm doing an audio podcast and I'm trying to just do physical <laughs> movements of lift. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it must be noticed we have actually got video on, which we hardly ever do when it's <laughs> us, but Clive had his on and it's like, you know what, why not? Like, it would be fine. Right? So, right. no, it's, I'm not complaining. It's brilliant. Like, it's, it's all the things we miss out on where it's just like, I, all the things that I think I do as well, and it's just like the flourishes of hand movements are just kind of, you know, the things where you're like, oh, damn, I'm annoyed about that thing, and you just can't <laughs> see it. You really can't see it. So I love that. And it's us yeah. talking starships. It's us sitting there getting excited and kind of get, just letting our emotions in our pans and it's just oh just but you look at you look at you look at the, the, the 180 that they had and you go back to kind of the beginning and we when it all came out and, we, and you've got to think of the time that it came out was it 2013 2014 um 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 it's in my you'll be it's august wasn't it it was like august 27th 2013 he's checking his um, dates now so he proves that i'm absolutely wrong and i'm out by like six years I've just go. got down 2012. I go. didn't go into any specifics. Well, I think if I look back at my first review. Excuse me, actually. It was this excuse debate. me. If I go back to my first review, I think you'll find that the date on my first review was uh, 26th of August 2013. I was a day out on the review, which would have been the Monday after it was released. So it would have been the I would argue that you've got the um, trial thing in my jig. No, the trial was before that. I didn't get the trial. I didn't. I didn't get involved with the trial run. So this is when it first came out as a as a publishing run um, with that 199 first issue. Let's agree to disagree. 2012, 2013. Let's say that sort of thing. Well, 2012 would be right for the preview run. So you're right on that front. The preview run was 2012. 2013 <laughs> was when that was when the official kind of they launched the, as in they kept it going. Early uh, 2010s. So 2013 then, yeah. <laughs> I've got a date stamp on it. It tells me when I wrote it. It tells me when I released that. It's 26th of August 2013. So I must, I remember sitting, this is one of those things, first issue, and I remember it coming on that big backboard and you're thinking, wow. And then I remember thinking, how long is this going to last for? And they planned out those first 40 issues, hadn't they, up until the Enterprise B, which is for issue 40. Um. I don't know why I'm checking because just... it's like again it's just like sorry <laughs> I'm sorry um so issue I remember issue 40 was and, and they got it planned out so you were looking through it and you're going Prometheus, Equinox, Quenim Timeship, Bird of Prey, um Romulan Deridex uh you're thinking what else would they have in that first 20 uh Borg Sphere Reliant, Thunderchild, Jemadar Battlecruiser, it's all the big ones. I mean, you had to, you had to make the impact from the start, then you? you had to kind of do the ones that people would want to see. Um, <laughs> and you kind of move a few along, and it's like, how many times can I break? Not that I, mine's in the box, but. The Jordan Solar Sailor. How many times can I break for you? It's out of stock all the time because I think people just just keep reordering it because it just shatters. It's the one I, I remember when I spoke to Ben after issue 50 and it was the one he said that they just couldn't do it. It couldn't do anything else other than what they did with it purely because of how it was designed and built. It's it another just... one that's kind of as per the show. Like it goes through an edit. Oh, look, we've lost the 
lost a, um, a sale. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's like the show, like as time goes on, it loses one. Let's not get it wrong. It's a beautiful piece because the scale and, and the, de- the, the the intricacies of it is really, really nice. It looks great because the big sales. <laughs> as a as an actual novel on your shelf, it's the one where you go into the room, you like you open the door really slowly and close the door gently behind you because you know that if one ship is going to fall off, it's that one. Or the Romulan the Derridex class, because that stand was awful. Um, but, but I think it's one of those collections where there's such a massive... When we talked about the Promelian Barclays and we talked about the Merchant one, which is like, you know, 142, 143. And you think of the varied... I mean, there were, there's a point where you kind of went, oh, this is getting better. The quality is getting better here. And you talked about... I remember reading loads of people's stuff on there saying, oh, I've got my quality of mine's awful. I've had to send it back. It's just dreadful. I think, like you, I had two or three which were, I think, dented or battered. I had a... Um, a bird of prey landed where the guns were completely bent um, and that got replaced. So the replacements were great because I used to send them a photograph and they'd be like, yeah, we'll send you the one sorted, which is fantastic. And the customer service on that side, I couldn't fault. And, and you know what? It's got better over the years. A lot better. The thing I, I think I said to Damien, Zoe, it was always Zoe. Like You always went to Zoe for help. It's like, Zoe, this has gone wrong. Help me, please. Yep, no problem. We'll go out tomorrow. Have fun. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that was so, it. So like, you just always have like this thing where it's like, I'd always go back to my old messages like, hi Zoe, this has gone wrong, change it and just send it like, like hi, hi, hi Eagle Moss, hi and Zoe, like one of those things like, <laughs> you'd kind of cross your fingers and go, please have Zoe, please be at Zoe. But yeah, it is much better now. I haven't had to yeah. talk to them any time recently because collections over whatnot and I'm not collecting SGO or anything else because why not? I, I'm not building Enterprise D or anything like that, so I haven't no. had any issues like that. But yeah, over time it has got better. And it, again, I it was always a sorry, can you help me with this thing? Like it's gone a bit wonky. I don't, I'm not happy. And it's like, yep, we'll send it. You got a new one. I, I said to just... Damien, like I got a Consum Groger, which I couldn't say last time, with a um, engine. Um, snapped off and i got a new yeah. one sent i've still got the original one and i still got a, i've got a glow on the old one the wow. internet that's it. it i think that's that it's 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 the collection really i mean as i said the quality kind of it's a customer service we can say that you know the customer service got a lot better the quality i don't think ever kind of evened out because you started off and you got to issue four and did the NX01 and everybody went, holy mother of God, this is stunning. And everybody, I think, I think, there's anybody out there who doesn't say the NX01 is one of the well, best ones they did. Do you know what the thing is where you can tell that's kind of ship to get? Jamie's got one. Jamie's yeah. got an NX01, which is like, Jamie is not a ship guy. No, no, no he's, he's getting there, but he never was one. And that's the ship he wants. He loves the series, but it's like, yeah, I want a, an X01. So it will blow me down with a feather, like. But a great, great version to get. Great. And again, they they improved on that so much better with the refit. Absolutely. But I think I think there's a common point in there is that anything that came from Enterprise was a was a godsend. Anything that came from Enterprise, the quality because the CG, it was CG, CG models, rather than yes. physical models, was just was just light years ahead of anything else. You used to get them, you'd be like. Oh God, it's the Klingon scout ship from Enterprise. I'm really, not, and I used to put on the end of my reviews. Yeah, I'm really not looking forward to Enterprise one because they're pretty dull. I really don't like Enterprise ships. They've burned it, and you get it. You're like, this is amazing. The quality's brilliant. 
And even though you hated the ship and you hated the, you might not have enjoyed it in the episode or whatever, but the, the, you look at one of my favorites of the whole collection is, is the fortunate, um, which you'll go, well, I mean, I've said this before. I think we've had the conversation on this one. But I, I think the fortunate is magnificent. I think it's a beautiful model. I, I, I look forward to the horizon was disappointed. Um, but the fortunate, the detail on that and the, the numbering of the pods on it, the way that it's built and that just the craftsmanship in that, in that really small detail on that is just, I think it's just beautiful. And that was um, issue 49. So that was yeah. just before they hit that first milestone as well. Yeah. Which was the enterprise, of course, the, the, the original series one, um, which they've reused 86 or 87 times. Now I'm not, not quite sure how many times, how much more mileage they've got out of that mold, but there we go. We'll come but to that I, in a minute. But I said to, but I said to Jamie, because we're doing one about the ECS recently on our um, last episode, and it was just like, Egomos did some great models for those two ships. And that they're, they're a good weight. They are quite nice to have. They're not too big, but they they do what they, they should do. But it's Enterprise, and the Enterprise ones always came out much more Im- impressively than you ever expected them to. Klingon Scout ship, example. Suliban... Um, module ship not not a great fan of that one to be no fair. but, the, but I think the cell ship was quite impressive for what it was it's, I wasn't that, uh, <laughs> okay we'll, we'll agree to disagree on that one I like things like the Zindi Exactoid ship I think that was a great model um, I think the size and scale of that really did it justice the the, the Tholian ship that they did from, from Enterprise was great oh. Norsic and fight. You're looking through them and you're kind of going, that was a really good one. That was a good one. Vaclas. The Vaclas. Yeah, that one. Vaclas. Yeah. The Surak. The Decay the, the class. No, they didn't do a Decay class, actually. They should have done. Anyway. My, no, my that's just a different paint job. No, the um, Decay. Oh, they did do a Decay. Must have done Decay. Big one. Um, add a little ship in oh, Decay class. I'm trying to think now what this yeah, year that would have been. 65. Yeah, yeah. The Decay class is is great. The Vac the the Vac class is brilliant. All the Vulcan ones look fantastic. Um, but again, it's that it's that quality that they got from the CG. You look at some of the stuff you got from 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 Voyager, from Deep Space Nine, from from um, you know the Gal- the the Galore class and the Keldon class are nice models, but they're not the they don't have the same quality that you get on the Enterprise ones. The Enterprise ones you can't as obviously tell where the kind of plastic and metal ends, which is always one of my one of my gradings was can I tell which bit is metal and which bit is plastic and where the two join? And some of them it's like the gaps are like that. And some of them you can't even tell where they, they come together. And I remember handing them to, me, to the wife and going, Can you can you tell which bit this is metal? Because <laughs> I honestly can't on this. Because I'd held it for that long, everything was warm. <laughs> As you kind of turn it around and look at all the angles. It's um, Damien's tap test, isn't it? Where it's like, that bit's metal, that bit's plastic. <laughs> it's that whole thing, isn't it? I'm going, tap, 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 tap. Yeah. Can you hear that? <laughs> What's that? Is that? No, that's, that's, that, that's, no, I'm not sure what that is. And I'm like, can you kill this? Okay. Yeah, it's plastic. All right. Okay, thanks. But it was, some of it was really good. Some of it was really clever. Um, but it, 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 it they, they peaked, they peaked really early with the 180. I'm sorry, we'll come back to the NXO one. They peaked so early with that. They did that and it just blew everybody away. The quality was amazing and it, and it reflects in the rest of the Enterprise ones that they did. And but you think after that, everything, 
everything, everything that you think about after that point, I consciously went, is it as good as the NXO one? Is it as good as that one? And there are some that are nice. <laughs> there are some that I like that probably I shouldn't like. But nothing quality-wise, I don't think, ever catches that, catches the quality they got in that. Which one would you say is Eagle Moss's biggest sin? <laughs> Which one just, did they screw are we, up? Are we, we're saying it's the, the 180, aren't we? Just, yeah. Are we saying that just the 180? Oh, God. I mean, there's two sins for me. One is one, they, one is one they didn't do. And one Bonus. is what they did. Um, what the, the the biggest one that I think is the is the worst thing they did is it is the Malin Freighter. <laughs> I think if anybody says it's not the Malin Freighter, oh no, actually you know what? It is because you know what? It, 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 it's, it's brown, and I don't think the paint job did it much justice. And I think that's what kind of let it down. I think if it had been anything but brown, I don't think I'd have painted it pink, green, neon yellow. We'd have probably all gone. That's pretty cool. But it's a lump of brown, and unfortunately, the, with with the tanks underneath, it does look like like a poo. Let's <laughs> be fair. But the, the, there's a couple of other ones where you kind of go, they couldn't do. They're bad, but they're bad because they couldn't do anything with Fasarius. You're stuck. I mean, you've got to do it, and it's going to look cat. But you can't do it like volleyball <laughs> sizes or anything. No, like... but I, th- I think a disappointing one, and I think one they should have done more with, is the Federation Holdership. There was an opportunity there oh. to do. There's oh, an opportunity there. There's oh. an opportunity. I mean, you got it out of the box, and you're like, really? <laughs> it's the same as the probe. It's my whole problem with that thing as well yeah and, and, and i think the probe you, you were stuck because i think with all the ball ships you've got as we said we've got the same problem in that you can't have any depth to that plastic you can't do the layers that you can see on the screen so when you look at a board cube you can see the layers through it can't you you can see the depth you get the glow from behind the uh the paper clips or whatever you know piece of model sprue or whatever they've used on that to build it and you get that effect with with the probe you, you can't you can't avoid that but with the the hollow ship there's a lot there are you know there's there's the engines you can see the you know the basard collects on it there are opportunities in there where they could have done and i'm guessing they didn't because of either build issues or whatever but it's a block i mean how hard can it be to just glue some stuff on the inside of a block anyway? um that hard apparently well yeah apparently but it's it's that's that's one where i think that they they could have done with spend a bit more time on it I think. Yeah, it's. I think they were hampered by the design as well. It's it's a rectangle, <laughs> and I think when they said we're going to do every Federation ship, they kind of kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit because they had to do the ones even that were like they hadn't probably hadn't thought through enough at that point, like the ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we've got to do that one, which you know, and and they were hampered by the fact as well that you know the the classic that insurrection and. Um, nemesis they had no pictures for they, you know the, the, the cg from them was gone um, and they had to effectively start again and do it from what they could find which was pretty much the film itself uh, and we know that from the fact that the, the company that built it didn't i think the company doesn't doesn't exist anymore that actually built the models for them for the cg um so yeah they, and it was kind of un, unavoidable but yeah if you if you're talking the one that they should never have flipped in or they should have just i don't know weathered or done something with to kind of lessen the was the Malin. But again, is it is it one of those there where you know 
just couldn't do anything else with it. Is it is that its problem? Well, I think in some ways it's just an ugly duck thing, and it's just like it. It's the it literally is polish your turn, isn't it? It's just trying to how the hell do you do it? Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, uh, I suppose it's what it paint is. Paint it brown. Paint it brown. I don't know. Just paint it brown. That'll do. Jesus, <laughs> when I like Ben just in his office, just like going through billions of different mail and phrases. Like, I don't just don't know anymore. Just just brown. Just brown. Just, sure, I'll sign off as brown. And what shade sure of brown? <laughs> Yeah, you can imagine it wasn't it wasn't the greatest uh, sign off process for doing that one. You can you can imagine, but that, that that's that's yeah. But you know, and are there other ones where you go, they've kind of not done a great job with that. I mean, I loved the fact at the beginning when they were doing stuff that was screen accurate, so they were getting mistakes that you hadn't seen. Equinox with a D in the name, Stargazer with the registry the wrong way around, things that you kind of didn't necessarily and, and it was great because they were doing at that point they were doing screen accurate if you look at it they, they very much distanced themselves with from that original kind of phraseology if you if you look back there's very few as you get further along the collection where if any where they kind of go oh yeah we've done it screen accurate it's it's an interesting if you if you think about it, you think how often you heard that after you got past what issue 50 if that maybe issue 30 when they started to realize that fans were starting to pick up that there were errors. Oh, they've put the wrong registry on that one. Ah, yeah, because that was actually what it was on the screen. Ah, yeah, but that's not what I'm paying for. <laughs> and they seemed to kind of note that because it wasn't, which was the one where they had the wrong ship name down the side of it. I'm going back a while now. It might have been, it was one of the first few Starship um, Enterprise, not the Enterprise models, but Federation ones, where they put the wrong name. It's Nebula class. I'm sure it was the first Nebula. Had the wrong name on the, didn't have the wrong name or wrong registry on the penance. This is me going into some serious depth here from memory. And this is like, I think the first nebula was the Honshu. That was 23. Didn't that have the wrong name on the or wrong registry on it? I'm sure somebody, I'd have to look back now on my records, but as they got further through, they distanced, the, that didn't seem to be coming up very often. I think somebody was proof checking all the ships at that point a lot more accurately than they had been. Um, You'd go in the group and it's like maybe they should employ some of us as a fact checkers before they put the um, issues just, out and things. And... I'm gonna have to have a look back now. Um, if you're listening to this, just talk amongst yourselves for two seconds while I while I knit back and have a look at the Bon Shoon, um, which was yeah, issue yeah, 20, yeah, 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 23. 23. Hang on, Thunderchild, uh, Enterprise E. It must be around there somewhere. Couple uh, after that one. Is it? Nebula class. Why have yeah. I not put it down? Is that? Hang on. Let me have a look. Let me have a look in what me what I put down for this one. Because that was the same one I reviewed. Oh, this was when I was still doing white photographs and white. Oh, photographs on white backgrounds. My God. Um, how <laughs> things have moved on. Um, let's have a see through. No, I can't. I'm sure. I'm sure at some point I must have. Oh, no, it's because the Honshu is on. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So the Honshu was the was the main registry. In fact, I'll, I shall quote from myself. <laughs> this, is, this is bad. Which brings me to another point. Was this originally going to be the USS Honshu? 
<laughs> the plan views contain the registry and name of the two ship of two ships. The only reference to the hunch is anything in the magazine. It's in the magazine that actually got the registries wrong. Um, and all the other the only reference to the Honshu is emblazoned across the top of the primary hull in the cover, while all the other markings relate to the Bonshin. So, yeah, there was a bit of a crossover in the magazine. It wasn't on the ship itself. And that is quoting from my review from June, the 9th, ago, June, yeah. June the 9th, 2014. <laughs> Thank you very I think, much. I think someone just wanted to go for a quick drink after work and just say, <laughs> no, no. What transfers have we got for this one? Got the bond shoe, yeah, I'll do. <laughs> Stick it on. It's fine. No, serious. I mean it just it just those mistakes though, they stopped happening. And 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 while there were some same quality issues with some of the, the, the gluing things onto them, like bridge modules and wonky nacelles, which still happened occasionally, on the whole, the quality could probably got better across as you go. And you look at the STO collection now, and the quality on that is absolutely magnificent. I think that, again that's helped by uh, CGI files as well. Completely agree. Um, but listen, the, the quality you've got as, as they got further along, you know what, there were a couple of blips here and there, but but I overall, they got better. They've the process as they've gone on. Totally. Um, and I think some of your some of your best ones actually appear in in your bonus editions. I think some of the best quality out there is in the bonuses. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, some of them, some of them, I would, I would have on display if I had to choose between some of the regular issues and the bonus ones. There's some in there. I'm like, I like, absolutely. I like most of them. I don't like all of them, but I like most of them. Most, I, I think I have a pretty much. I think there's, I think there's a few duds that I'm not keen on. And I won't buy, won't ever buy. Pike Enterprise, by any chance? Pike Enterprise. Yeah. I'm never ever going to buy the damn assimilated Voyager. I've got both of them. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> you would do. Look, assimilated voyager. Yeah? Well, yes, there, yes, there, there we go. That's the kind of you have got a point there, but I bought it anyhow. Yeah. Look, it's just <laughs> I can't even justify it, can I? It's like an armored. Vo- See, armored voyager should have been a bonus. Armored voyager should have been a bonus because we were they started to repeat issues too early. Right, you, you can laugh. You can mock this one. Oh, it's the they, rabbit they, hole. Right, just kind right. Of... You've done it again. They they shouldn't have done. You you, you set me off. It's your own fault. They shouldn't have done. An armored Voyager. I have a blog post coming in soon to a screen <laughs> near you. I, I, I'm going to get through a sentence. I'm going to try it one more time. Armored Voyager. Been... Just would you stop? <laughs> I'm trying to make a point and it's valid and I'm sure somebody out there will want to hear it. <laughs> Probably me when I'm listening back to this. Um, it should have been a bonus issue. It should have been a bonus issue. It, it's, it's, it didn't, it, I don't think, it, it's like they should have done Voyager Landed. That would have been a great bonus issue. Just do Voyager Landed. Ben, do, do Voyager Landed as a bonus issue or even do it as an XL because I think people would buy that. I had a Johnny Lightning. Is that a euphemism for something? No. Oh, sorry. No, no, you mean, oh, you mean euphemism? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, I'm trying. No, my humour will be lost on people. I'm just trying to be. Anyway. Um, no, sorry. They did them. So, yeah, I know they did it as a land. They did the landed voyage, didn't they? And walked themselves up. You see, there's two issues they're missing out on them. If they can do three birds of prey, and they can put two of them in the main collection as well. There you go. That's the other thing they shouldn't have done. <laughs> right. 
I get the Wolf Wolf three five nine ships, and I think some of them are flipping brilliant. I love them. I think that uh, the Honshu's brilliant. The, sorry, the Honshu, the Kyushu's brilliant. Um, the Chekhov's brilliant. I, I love them. I love them. I think they're fantastic. I think that, you know, even they're all kit bashes. I think they're flipping awesome. All the ships from um, the Battle of uh, Salt Sector. Zero zero one. Yeah. Love them. Steam Runner. Steam Runner. That's one of the best ships ever. I love that yeah. ship. Love that model. I don't care if it, if they're a bit if people think it's a bit plastic. I Flipping love it, and it's one of the ones that I will have out. I prefer it to the Akira class. I seriously do. I think it's beautiful. Nice. Steam Runner. Oh, I love Steam Runner. It's just a, it's just a, it does, it does exactly. I think it does what it says what it says in the tin. I think the name even tells you how kind of brutal it is. <laughs> um, it's it's a great ship, but there's 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 a couple in there that shouldn't be in there. When they started to do, tri- started to du- duplicate and triplicate stuff. Uh, but then I kind of go, yeah, because people were subscribed to it. So new people would actually end up having to buy, would end up having, quote unquote, to buy this stuff because your second Klingon Bird of Prey with, in attack mode, you had to have it because it was part of the, the full collection. Um, I love the excuse why um, Deep Space Nine, why they're always mounted up. I love that reasoning. Did you, do you know it? It's because the motor was knackered. <laughs> I love that reason. <laughs> Typical, like, real world. It's just like, couldn't, yeah, couldn't it's had it. it. Like, yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah. And it's like in, in, in the universe, it's just like, yeah, they learned how to work that out or something. I just... Yeah, didn't want to break the model to refix it, so we just left them left them up, and that was it. Right. Shame it didn't work for the Enterprise B, though, but, you know, whatever, just... Now, we're going to make it temporary. <laughs> Oh crap! We've oh, we've screwed that up. Oh, we've, we've glued them on. Oh, we've glued them on a little <laughs> bit too firmly. No, but you look at if you look at the, you think about how many how many ships we got as a duplicate within that collection. So things like the Merchantman, which we talked about earlier on, we're, we're replicate we're, we're duplicated against the Shellac um, cruiser. You had things like here's the classic, uh, the Husnock ship, which was used again as the uh, Bajoran cruiser. And then we got the Smuggler's ship. The Smuggler's ship, which came yeah. three issues later. Which came three issues, two three issues later. I mean, everybody. Oh, I think. What? Oh, sorry. One oh one, one oh five. Oh, four issues later. Technically. Yeah, you might want to bleep the next bit out while I swear, right? <laughs> anyway, um, okay. So, you, you, do you remember? And, and uh, there was, and um, did we need to have one of those kind of multiples? And I guess because they wanted to put them in the collection because they knew people would be subscribed to it and buy it. I suppose is the reason that they had they do it that way. Because the oh, I think with them it's a, you don't you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Yeah, you're always, if you, if you, you still go in the group and there's still people going, I wish that was still in there and everyone's going, Yeah, we've had hundred and eighty. How many how many do you want it's going for? But but do you not think What ship's not too small though? Could do you not think they could have maybe foregone putting Klingon Bird of Prey wings up or wings down as it was, so wings down attack mode? Maybe it should have been an online exclusive or something, like a box set, maybe. Or even a show exclusive or something like that. Could you have done it? I don't know whether you did a show, Cloak Defiant, for example, anyway. But... Well, we've, we, we all bought one. <laughs> I didn't. I don't have a Cloak Defiant. Um, but where's the case on Predator? I Voyager instead, though. Point taken. Um, <laughs> but, where's, but what about Predator, Case and Predator class? And that's the great thing with these, with the new books they're doing, these, these, uh, the Starship books, is that you're looking through them and you're going, hang on a minute, <laughs> why didn't they do that one? And this is with the Delta Quadrant one especially, 
if you happen to be a, a, a reader of the Walkcom magazine or happen to have gone through my site, you might be able to enter the competition if this is released before the end date of the competition, which is 29th of June, which I don't think it will be. But anyway. <laughs> if, you enter it as well. I know you have. I know. I know. I've tossed it. Um, fair so that's, that's fair enough. <laughs> But if you look in that book and you're going to be looking in the second one that's coming out as well from Eagle Moss, there's, there's a lot of ships in there that you go, oh, hang on a minute. Why wasn't that in there? The Kazon Predator one is, is, a, is why? Why did we not get the Kazon Predator class? Why, why, why? And when's it going to be released as a bonus edition? It's the, one from, it's the one from uh, Caretaker. It's the big one. It's the big one from Caretaker. Well, the most famous big one that... The, um... It's the one that Chakotay runs, runs the Valjean into. Uh, in, in, yeah. I, it's a huge ship. It's a massive ship. <laughs> it's a massive ship. You know what would happen with Eagle Moss? They all sit there and... Do you remember, like, you look at the Voth City ship and it's, like, that big and it doesn't look quite right. You'd end up with that case. Yeah, I agree with the Voth, the Voth City ship. There were some that lost themselves in translation, which is, that's one of them. That's definitely one of them that I think it... it it looks great, but you lose the sense of scale in the sense of awe that I think you, you should get from a ship that's designed to be that big. Um, especially when you stick it on a shelf next to the Voth cruiser. Research ship, yeah. yeah and you're like, these two are way out of scale. Um, Maybe you just need the Doctor Who kind of that, like, over here somewhere and that one there. It's like, there you go, that looks about right. Like, <laughs> Put them in perspective of each other. Right. Wasn't it like, wasn't it um, Tom Baker teaching Leah about temporal mechanics or something? Oh, oh it's bigger than in, inside that hole. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about for those yeah. out there that are going, what the hell are they on about? That's why oh, I, I think I think I'm there. Yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to put it in some perspective. But you know, there's, there's there's so much that came from that collection. 180 years. I think it. I think it was getting. I think it got to the point where you knew it was time to call it. Um, and I think the bonus editions have been a great way of it. Oh, isn't that just that. a way of them just to carry on? And that could go. It is. Wouldn't but, that go but, 180 as well, though, couldn't it? And that's it, where you pick up all the ones that we all want. It could, but the hunt, but but the the bonus editions. And I look up and you look at some of the really interesting stuff they've done. Like what they've done, 24, 25 of those now. Um, I know we're I know we're going a little bit outside the the remit of 180 issue but i think it comes into the kind yeah, of piece okay okay 28 if you count up to the newton but there's also romulan walkover to concept coming then Till, which is going to be interesting and the uss valiant which is uss defiant concept but they haven't kind of confirmed definite when they're coming yet have they they're still I wonder artists. if one of them is going to be, I reckon, possibly, and I may be very wrong with this, but I reckon them at Till might be um, the Session Starship exclusive or something. Give you better be queuing over that one quick, because that will sell in 20 seconds. Something like, well, because that's going to come up, and they're going to have something there. But look at the ones, oh, I agree, I think you're right. I mean, but look at the, even in the, even in the, I kind of cancel my own argument out here as well. I'm really where I'm going. But even if you look at the bonus ones, in the bonus ones you had, I mean, how many times have they done that Enterprise Constitution class now? Is it five? You've got it as the Enterprise. You've got it as the Yorktown. You've got it as the Defiant. Yeah. You've got it as the Pikes Enterprise. 
Would you even argue the phase two? And you've well, no, you've not even got that. You've got also got the the cage. You've got the um, mirror universe version as well. The ISS Enterprise. There's five yeah, versions. The first one, yeah. yeah. So wouldn't you argue that six with the original? Yeah. Six times you've used that mold. And that's an akin. And it's to... never been accurate. It's never been accurate. That's that's there you go. That's a bit of a tragedy. It's never been. I think the only time it's been a hundred even remotely accurate was issue 50 every other time i think it's been inaccurate in some way i mean particularly the cage one the cage one was a was a uh, i got it all right i got it and and i think even 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 passing fans are allowed to mock me for that one um the it, race did, idea, it didn't excite right. me it just didn't excite me that one it's, so i didn't ever it's not the excitement factor with that one it's the fact that that is inaccurate and it's it's glaringly inaccurate in a lot of ways the bridge module's wrong the the, the, the this you could keep i think it's one of those that I, unless i really sat down with it and the thing is even in the magazine it points out what was different between <laughs> the cage version and the where no man has gone before version and it isn't even on the flipping model <laughs> that's the worst bit Clive, do you want to know the two bonuses that excite me or three that really excite me that are just incredible the Probra Enterprise C, I think that's a wonderful model. Agreed. I paid over the... That's one of the models that I paid the um, secondary prices for, but I don't... don't. I'm not sad about that because that just went out of stock instantly and it's just like, glad I got it. Yeah. Uh, I also love the D4 concept. Yeah. That one's pretty. Yeah, no, I do. That is That was one I had um, on Prime prime display because actually the Klingon ones are pretty good even if they can go back to the D7 which is screen accurate you know very plain very basic but the D4 concept was a was a beautiful piece of kit that should have been an Enterprise that really should have been an Enterprise ship. I absolutely agree with you and um, the next one Cardassian weapon platform dead I mean curveball utter utter curveball but i tell you what yeah it's it's a really nice and it's flipping solid that as well yeah um i I, I don't think there's i don't think there's many of those um bonus editions that you can as you say there's not many that you can go "Mm." the the ones where they repeated the models and stuff like that the defiant one is kind of cool because it glows in the dark let's admit it's it's cool it's kind of cool there's not very many misses though there really isn't like no no, the Titan, I love the Shotcraft. The Aventine, you've got the Bonaventure. Yeah. Um, you've got the Enterprise F twice over. And yeah. yes, the argument that everyone likes the SEO livery over the original one, but I've got both of them. I'll Fair admit point. it, but I, it's a beautiful model. And as I said to Clive, we've got a guy, I really want to order the refit because pretty. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the two... Um, TOS concept shuttles, which are also oh, wonderful. Beautiful. I I have got preference over the two, but I've had, I do own them both. Uh, I prefer the Jeffrey's concept over the um, Phase Two. I don't get the Phase Two. I love Phase Two. I think Phase Two is one of the best bits of Star Trek history. It's one of my favourite pieces to to kind of discuss. I love I love Phase Two. The whole concept of it and everything between kind of in the image um through to maybe even the god concept all that kind of all that kind of era that 76 to about 79 when when the motion picture kind of just took over effectively and the concept of phase two i love the phase two enterprise 
I love that. And that was one of those. It was no it was a no brainer for me to get the, the phase two version um, and the same with the shuttle. But I think you're right. I think the Galileo, the, the, the Jeffries concept Galileo is a stunningly beautiful 1960s piece of vision. And it just looks gorgeous. Um, but in some ways, you I, you I can't imagine original series without what we actually got, though. It's a very weird thing. I can't. It fits. Yeah, the... it, it absolutely fits. Um, I mean, there's a whole there's a whole probably an episode of this to deal with the short collection. I mean, that's a whole section that I don't want to let's not even touch on that tonight because that's 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 something that's, else. That's but, kind of why I wanted to keep it at 180. Because <laughs> Sorry, I know already, we've got bonus editions, but but I want I kind of I think I, the bonus, I, I think the I, bonus editions are worth talking about because they they they. they, they I, I I'm not complaining that I had that in my mind in here. It was 180, but if we read into bonus, it's like whatever. Like, I'm I'm quite excited about them too. It was just kind of we just can't talk about everything, otherwise we would be no. here for five no. hours no. endlessly. Bonus editions keep the dream alive, and they keep the kind of unusual stuff. You know, the vertical Romulan warbird, the Emmett Till, um, the planet, the the, the um, concept for Phase Two. You know, the the, the um, in the image discovery yeah. model thing. You know, things like that are great. But then you kind of go, but why weren't the three Excelsiors in the bonuses then, the three Excelsior concepts? And why was the Excelsior such a small ship? And of course, it's got to fit in the box and stuff like that. And and and, and it brings you start to question other things about about the collection itself. And I don't think in some ways it's not right to, because actually, you know what? We've got 180 ships. We've got 180 ships. And, and Ships that we never owned before. No. Ships we'd never no. seen before. No. No, absolutely. Um, but as you said earlier, all three five nine ships, those ships were just bits of bits of hull in space before we actually got them fresh, minty fresh out of space dock. Yeah, absolutely. And things like Q ship look just stunning. Um, With their highlighters and whatnot. It's just beautiful, just absolutely beautiful. Um, and, and there's none of those four three five nine ones that I kind of go, nah, didn't really like it. It was because they were just so different, and it was great oh. to be able to tell in there which bits were kit bash from what. And you know, you got the kit bash, you got it as they envisaged it and as they they created it, which was just brilliant. And that's the great thing with some of these collections is that the the, the, the not the mistakes, but the ingenuity you can see in particular. When you get to the enterprise stuff, you get the CG, you get the accuracy, you get the you get the screen accurate, you know, uh, paintwork. You get the the intricate panelisation, paneling. But when you look at things like the the TOS stuff and the next gen stuff and the and the Deep Space Nine stuff, um, you get, you know, you get the kind of you see the pressure that they were under to build this stuff and where can we nick this from to do that and hang on, could we do I, this with this piece? It's brilliant. I have a bit of a soft spot for the centaur. Because of the magazine in that and the story behind the reasoning of that design, I think that has got. A, I love the model itself, but I also love the magazine it comes with. It's like the whole package. Yeah, and, and and sometimes you didn't get that with with this collection. You got a package that you kind of got a really good model, and then the magazine's kind of like, well, you know what? It was for done for two shots, and we kind of just did it, and that's it. There you go. And they kind of fill the magazine with something else. <laughs> Because there's nothing to talk about, but there are some great ones where, like the centaurs you talk about there, where the concept, you know, the reason it existed and the reason it became, it was part of that episode, is is fantastic because it talks about how it got 
designed and the thought process behind it and that was some of the great stuff that you got from the collection was not just the model but the, the story behind it and you know we were sat late night on a friday and you know i'd had three pints and then we went well, what we're we going to do with this model this week and we went well we'll just get a bit of that tubing over there and that yeah. over there and we'll paint it gray and and suddenly you've got um the enterprise in the background and that was it and you're kind of going that's genius but that was that was a different it's a it, it's a reflection of a time as well in each part of the collection and each part of the the series, the eras, the TOS era, the, the the next gen era, and then the Enterprise era reflected a different time of of TV, I guess. There's three very distinctive bits, you know, the CG bit, the model bit, and the we've got no money bit in the 60s, <laughs> which is where's a shoebox, stick some engines on it, done, that'll do, fantastic. And, and, and I, lo- I love the TOS stuff. Um, they did a they they made a massive cock up in my opinion in doing the remastered models. Um, I don't think some of them look great. I don't think that, that things like the Orion ship look particularly brilliant. I can see where the concept and the idea was because you know you can't still ball a light. Uh, yeah, that's that's that was what I was gonna say. But it's like, what do you do then? Do you do one original? Do you then do one remastered or? I think, you know, I would have loved, you know, they did, for me, one of the, the biggest missed ones is they did a, um, they did the Tholian ship from Enterprise and then they came back and did the Tholian ship from the yeah. Tholian web, but it wasn't the ship from the Tholian web. It was the remastered version of the ship from the Tholian web. And I would have loved to have just seen the Tholian web ship as it was from the 1960 episode, 68, 69 episode, because it's such a brilliantly simple design, but they kind of upped the ante a little bit. And, you know, you got the, the Gorn uh, Raider from uh, from Arena, which was from the remastered. Uh, and you think about all the other ones they did, the Aurora, for example, they did the uh, the Antares was even a ship which was a, a, used from an animated episode and then redone for the remastered. So there were, lo- there were a few, you know, the TOS ones, Apart from the D7 and probably the Romulan Bird of Prey, a lot of them were not the originals. And I think that the, the, the Tholian ship for me is one that I would love to see as a bonus edition to kind of complete because it was seen in an original series episode. Whereas a lot of yeah. the other ones were just balls, were just balls of light. The, the Tholians were a bit too similar. The, um, oh, yeah. I think you look at them and it's just like, I think I could show Jamie and it's like, okay, tell me which one's which. And he would probably wouldn't be able to sell me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that, that's why it's a missed up. You got two ships, which were virtually the same. And I think you should have had the original series one, the original, original series one. Uh, and then maybe done a bonus as the Aurora with just a pair of nacelles added onto it, which would have been lovely. There you go. <laughs> but I think it, it you know, it's a, especially since you've done the Defiant and you did the Defiant as a kind of glow in the dark one, which was, which was a genius idea. And you know what? We all, we, I bought it. I bought it. I love the episodes. I was always going to get it. One. Um, <laughs> and, and I've got the Defiant and I, but I would have loved to have a Tholian ship from that episode as it was. And I, and I just didn't get that. Um, so yeah, that's where I would come I mean, But were there any ones that you kind of thought, why have they not done this? Or, or... I said to Ben towards the end of the series, I really want a concept um, Enterprise E with the like the turkey one legs. with the yeah stuff like that. I would love stuff like that. And it's there's too many things out there. And oh, you know one thing that springs to mind. 
which I would love as a bonus. It's concept um, Prometheus. Uh, no, wrong one. Um, Pegasus. That's what I mean. Have you seen oh. concepts of that? It would be very easy to do because it's effectively a chopped up ambassador. Yeah. Because it's That'd ambassador be nice. and it's got the nacelles plunked on the saucer. Oh, it'd be dead easy to do. Yeah. But it would what, just be what, very uh, interesting. It'd be something different because that was an experimental ship. So it'd be nice to yeah. see instead of just yet another Oberth that's blowing up <laughs> into space. Cause into a rock. Because... <laughs> Yeah, it was here you go. Just... Here's a couple. There you go. It's within it. Wink, wink. Yeah, I, no, I, I, the ambassador. You know, the, the, you say about the, the, and there's there's ones in there that you'll always kind of go, mm, was it? You know, but the, yeah, I'd love to see that as a concept. Um, I think that, that'd well, be a pretty they cool. Can, one. It's not too unreasonable because they have done the ambassador before. It's they've got it, and it's just kind of cut, paste, slight modern clean clean up, and you're away. Yeah. I think it'd just be very interesting because again, it's as I mean, it was an experimental ship, and it just ended up being an Oberth, which is a bit kind of very unoriginal. Yeah, it is in the kind of Oberth history of let's blow up every two seconds, or let's yeah. always end up in a disaster at, in a nebula this week when they were in an asteroid, because that's what it was in like everything. You would you would retire that class of ship straight away. <laughs> You'd be like, this this is a liability. Um, yeah, and, and then you've got all the Miranda variants and, and Nebula variants, and, and, and wonderful that they are. You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> Once you've seen one Nebula, you're trying to review. I, I, I think I, your I, point I, is, I, I, it's like 10% I, I, that you're missing out on opportunities for other ones, and kind yeah. of... Maybe there's something to be said they could have done where you get a nebula, so you get the original like Honshu. And you just get and a it's... stack of back bits. Yeah. <laughs> but it, all the registries would have been wrong, and then you'd have had a lot of people kicking off about the registries being wrong because oh the Honshu didn't have that much, and you know. So I kind of get it, but it it's it's one of those where they went, and again I think that's that's why they kind of went, oh you're going to get all the variants of the Miranda, and you're going to get all the variants of the Nebula class, and you're like oh, okay cool. But after the second or third ones. You were kind of going, oh, there's another one coming. And I know what's coming. Because everybody was waiting for the Bozeman. And everybody was waiting for the Lantry. And everybody was waiting for the Saratoga. And, and you're kind of waiting for them. You're kind of going, you know it's coming. Uh, and looking back on the 180, then you go, as you said, what was the what were the missed opportunities that we could have had if we'd not had them? Could they have been? But I don't think they could have done them as bonuses because nobody would have bought them. And that's why I think they're in the collection. Cruel as it sounds. Controversial. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very difficult to say, and it's very. I think it was very difficult for them to judge what people were going to buy and what they weren't going to buy. Yeah. I think yeah. so. It's a bit like I don't know. We'll see what sticks, and we'll just keep producing it. Oh, they like that one, so we'll give them another nebula. I don't, I don't know. Well, it's great when they used to do. The, we used to, we, you know, we used to wait for the reveal, didn't we, at an event, or they kind of do a, 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 a yeah, live I, or something I, like that. And wow, yeah, the excitement of that's kind of faded completely. Vegan was still, and you look at the kind of little like the uh, display, and it's like, here's what's coming up soon. You go, oh my god, look there it is. Oh, I know because we were, I mean, we, we look back at the first forty, and we were all going, Prometheus is coming, Prometheus is coming, Equinox is coming, Prometheus is coming, Equinox is coming, and then you know, oh, they're doing the Enterprise B. 
oh my god and by then we got the excel stream went i'm really not that excited for the enterprise but you know because <laughs> i've seen what i've seen what they're probably going to base it on <laughs> it's not going to be that good um yeah there's some of them which definitely didn't didn't benefit from the scale uh, uh enterprise excelsior definitely and there's a couple where they kind of screwed it up and like the enterprise and there's some big ones where they screwed it up the enterprise a much better in an excel scale Still not brilliant, but much better in Excel. Yeah, it's a um, bit titchy. Yeah, it's too. It's the. It's, it's the real. It's the. Unfortunately, it's the scale, isn't it, that kind of ruins it for that and for the Enterprise B. Yeah, yeah I thought titchy. it was. Enterprise B, Excelsior, both fail miserably when it comes to the scale. And it's something you said about the Voth ship as well. You know, the Voth City ship is is one of those that it kind of had to be done because it's such a great episode but it fails because of the scale. Um, there's so, so many good ones there. There's so many good ones in there. It's just you remember the bad ones because they're bad or they've got the errors, you remember them. But, uh, you know, I, 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 I remember the excitement of getting that first issue, the first one, and you're going, wow, yeah, this is really the, happening. It's the thing where it's like, oh, I'm due post. Like, oh, I can't wait to get these ships. Like, I don't care for that one, but I want this one. Yeah. The, the thrill of it and then we had i it's like i did my picture and that was me done and me kind of but it was the whole setting up and whatnot and you, you know you had the similar thing with reviewing it and write-ups oh, with it yeah and it's the whole thing of new things like oh i can't wait for this i say i, I think i said the same and i would always there's someone in the group that i'd look out for which meant he got it i got it if i got it he got it it's that whole thing and i always looked out for his things like now, if I go downstairs, I will find there's a box from Eagle Moss downstairs and I can go, yay, ships! <laughs> I have more ships to look at. And you know, yeah. you're saying about the wife. Well, I'd show my ships to mum and she'd go, as she usually does when she doesn't have a clue what they are, like, oh, that's nice. So kind of, I have no idea why you're excited about this, but yeah, that's the thing. So I had no one in here that was go that understood why I got excited about this small bit of plastic with a small dose of metal in it oh that's nice simon like it's just, it's just a chip that i might have seen once so yeah, I, I would just get very excited it's like it's finally here because you'd see these preview images you see people were getting it sooner and yeah. you'd just go i really want that now i can't wait to get that in my hand and feel what i'm presuming is metal like again it's a whole thing of is it going to end up on my book or not? Is it going to be one where I love it or not? And most of the time it would be just like, yeah, it happened. Bring me my, bring me forth my next one so I can then grade yeah. them and then sit there disappointed. I th- what I remember about getting the simulated Arctic one is I think I was one of the first people to get it. And everyone sat there and went, okay, Show, show me how to put it on the stand because it's got all the most complicated stands ever produced. And I'm sitting there going, yes, it does. So oh, I have God, to sit yeah. there for about 20 minutes trying to do it, and I'm not. I've got no one else to go by, so I put pictures up on there. Like, right, I'm the first one. I might as well pictures up. And I've got this question back going, yeah, how's it got on the stand? And I'm sitting there going, oh, Jesus Christ! So I, I put these horrible pictures. Like, there you go. That's how you put it in. It's like. I still don't like it, but it's like that whole thrill of kind of the first one in the country to get it. Show yeah. it to everyone else and everyone kind of gives their opinions on it and you get the billion questions of, oh, show me the image in the back of the magazine. What does it feel like? Is it metal? Is it plastic? Tell me, tell me, tell me. 
Yeah, we don't get that, I think, now, because we've, we've, we've kind of got to that point with the with the ships and, and where the, the online collection just kind of happens now. It just happens, which is a shame because the ships are really cool. Um, it doesn't have the quiet thrillers. Again, I play SEO, but I'm not collecting it. I'm not that interested. I only want very particular ships, and they're just not giving them to me. No, but it's, 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 I suppose if you look back at the time when the collection came out and you had the tests in 2012 and then you had the, the official run into, into 2013 and and it was a time when and it, to do that kind of, to propose to do something like that with a franchise that at the time wasn't really that big at that time. Because, you know, 2013, what we just had, we were going into Into Darkness Start territory, the weren't we? Timeline, yeah. We'd had, we'd, had, we'd had 2009, we'd had Into Darkness, and suddenly they were doing this massive collection of ships, and we're like, we've not had a TV series for like nine, eight years. <laughs> it's been nothing on TV for eight years, but suddenly they're going to be a ship collection. And, and there was nothing else. And you have to kind of suggest that, and I'm not saying that, you know, that, that Eagle Moss is the reason we've got Discovery and things like that, but part of the resurgence of, of merchandise and things like that around Trek has to come from, from Eagle Moss. And from here, I collect. Yeah. The books, I, yeah. The ships, and, and the, the the stuff that they do is is phenomenal. The the I know you know they reproduced effectively the um the the the, the inside not the encyclopedia the um fact files for the Deep Space Nine and Voyager and the Enterprise ones. But you know what? They're great books. I don't care. And and the ships as well. And and. You know, they did the, t- the Kelvin timeline ships, which is really the only place you can still get the Kelvin timeline ships if you want a Vengeance, if you want a Kobayashi Maru, if you want a, a you know a, a, a reasonably priced Kelvin. Um, you know, they're, they're I don't the only like place most you can. of those ships. Um, I love Vengeance. And I sorry, must I say that um, I think I said on the recent episode we were are guesting on the reason I have no money at the moment is because of Eagle Moss and fan sets. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, <laughs> and, and 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 you know what? They're, they're probably two of the biggest. And, and you look at the franchise side of it, and and, and the merchandising. Sorry, you look at the merchandise at the moment, and then Eagle Moss's ships have have decimated. That <laughs> you go to anything now, and there's like people just selling ships like by the ton. Um, but they're all the yeah, ones you don't want. Yeah, you go on Zavi and it's like three for like 12 quid, and it's all the scrags that you guess it and go, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, of course Dar- not. Darling's not a flyer. Let's go and have a look on that website because I can't remember the top of my head, but you sit and look at the image of it and you go, yeah, no, I'm not buying that because they're crap. But yes, if you need to, if you want to, but... Well, you know but, all the ones that are in there are things like uh, Vardwar Fighter, which looked like it'd been made by a cartoon artist. And I love that episode. I've got... Um, all of these are about nine quid. Norway... ship. Romulan Shuttle and Terry's the Aeon. A Starfleet Academy uh, fight training craft which is a surprise really that's a good mm-hmm. bargain the fazkaz that i can't say that you say that one the fazkaz that one that? yeah the kaisoga i can't say no the, the, the falcon one sarius <laughs> you're just trying to confuse me now the enterprise no, the vazkaz one the, the back class one. yeah back. that one back class yeah not gonna happen but back yeah that one <laughs> back class 
Horrible assimilated Arctic one, the Kazan Raider. Hey, get me one of them. Get me one of them assimilated Arctic ones. I've heard they're really good. I need another one for the collection. I need two. Should go out a window, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's in the aquatic. Uh, they've got loads, but... Uh, oh, they've got a Horizon on there. But yeah, gotcha. you can buy three assorted replicas for 15 quid. Yeah, but it's all the ones that nobody wants. Oh, the picture does remind me of another one that I do really like. Um, the, uh, oh, God, I can't remember the name of it. Tamarian Ship from Dalmuk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good, uh, quite unusual, that one. I was just I was just trolling through the list again, and I've just discovered, actually, the one one of the ones that did disappoint me is Baran's Raider from Gambit. I wanted that to be a lot better than it was. We're but, doing hey. a season review, and I've got Gambit next. That's my disappointment. I love Gambit. I ate it. Love Gambit. I ate it. Comes from an era. Come, there's a whole, oh, there's a whole time thing of the era of when that came out and what I was doing at the time. But you know, wrong uh, series. Yes. The 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 ship from that should have been a lot better. Um, should have been a Deep Space Nine. Should be Deep Space Nine story. If you ask me. Are we getting into another episode that we probably should record yeah, or something? We, yeah, this is yeah, we're probably looking at. I at have something. already had this argument with Jamie years ago about why Gambit's good and why Gambit's bad and all that whatnot. Gambit should be a season finale, but this is for another time and another place. <laughs> it should be a season finale, and Patrick Stewart shouldn't be in it until literally the last second. It should be. It should have been season six I finale. I don't like it. You go all the way through it, all the way through it, all the way through it, and literally the last shot of that episode should be him on. Jamie's editing this one, so he'll he's listening back to it, so he'll probably sit there and go, hmm, oh, I never thought of that. So there you go, Jamie. There's an idea for you. And then you should have kicked off season seven with a two-parter to finish it off, which would have made it a better story. I think it could have lasted it out a lot longer and made it a much much more interesting piece. And then done descent probably as the mid-season one. Well, that one should never happen either, but you know, whatever. This is this is wandering from ships, um, but <laughs> this is wandering from ships massively. Um, yeah, this this is this. We could we could go on for we could go on for days on ships. Honestly, I'm looking through. I'm going. Yeah, that was just a redo of that, wasn't it? That was just a redo of that. Yeah, that shouldn't have been there. Yeah, Clive, you do realise I have already spent like two hours talking about ships with with Damien and Jamie already, so I have already like. You've I'm only sorry. Got, you've I'm already, sorry. You've only got an hour thirty five minutes into this. I've got about three hours into this, so yeah, I know, I know you can spend everything about it. I have spent hours talking about it. I, spent, I want to try and limit I would, it. To... I would, I would love to see how long I actually spent writing about that collection because I literally did write. A review for every single for every ship that's been out, I think. And I, and I started, I didn't do any for the for the for the XLs, I admit. And you know what? Shuttlecraft kind of priced themselves out of the market for me a little bit. But pretty much apart from that, I did. Well, no, I did every single ship of the 180. I did a written review of all the bonus editions, all the specials. If you found out, or if you looked up the timestamps, I think you'd cry because I look at the schedule schedule editing for the Word document I do yeah. every year. And I cry for that. Like, how many minutes I spent editing this damn thing? So if I'm doing that just for a schedule for my benefit, I dread to think what it would be like for proper articles and things. Because that's, yeah, that's, you're talking about 
thousands of man hours of yeah. kind of yeah pretty much um and every single one got reviewed in in fairly one thing i was curious detail. about and i'm not sure how quickly you could find out for me because it Go is on. blogger what was the most what is your most viewed reviews oh easy um i can tell you what the most re- reviewed viewed ship one is straight away uh it's the nebula class and the time ship yeah because i did it because i do two issues together um it's actually the most reviewed it's most the most viewed ship review i've ever had it's not the most viewed article the most viewed article i ever had was on um phase two um the james corley production um but the most uh it's because it ended up on a reddit thread and it got like 50,000 views or something stupid it went it went crazy it went mental and it's the most i've ever seen on on one piece um but the the most viewed one is is the um the nebula class one um it's bizarre it's that one out of all of them that, that was the most viewed and i don't i still to this day can't explain why it was i mean i i was lucky enough to get i think the issue 51 very very early on a saturday morning which i was off on and I literally wrote the review that Saturday morning. I pounded it out, and it was out in about an hour. It's the quickest I think I ever I ever wrote one. Um, but there were a lot of them where where it took two or three hours to kind of put something together, or it took a couple of days to put stuff together because they just they didn't flow, or I didn't kind of get the model, and I had to kind of sit and just look at it for 20 <laughs> minutes. And seriously, there was somewhere the iMorg one, the one from Spock's brain, uh, another one of those that you kind of go um so you can bleep that out but yeah. <laughs> but you look at those and you go oh, why what is yeah. this and 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 the fasaris you try writing a review on that i mean a video review is fairly good because you can physically have it in your hand and go look it's just a ball and look it's got all the same things around it and you try and write a review on that and go it's a ball right what do we write now which one the fasarius it's a ball yeah. What, what do I write about this? Um, what do I write about this now? Uh, it's, it's consistent. It's, it's. I think actually that does bring me. I've kind of nabbed this off um, off another YouTube, but it's a Disney food blog, and I have this saying, and I think it's very fitting with maybe Star Trek and Egomos. And it, it, I think I will probably say this a few times. As, I I will I probably use it endlessly, but the one the same they said is the only consistent thing about Star Trek the Star Trek franchise is, is inconsistent. Yes. And I think that summarizes Egomos completely. Where it, it just summarizes franchise and it summarizes Egomos instantly because you they got in a stride and then they completely got out of stride. They got in a stride and then they got out of it, and it's that they did that for the whole period they were doing the collection. Yeah. And. and- it's a shame because there are two things that they did probably off the back of doing the collection of the graphic novels and they did the the busts. <laughs> busts let's not even go there with them but you look at how they expanded out from that collection and what's worked and what didn't and they tried you know the graphic novels lasted quite a while and i kind of i still want to get the rest of them um i, I just ran out of money i'll be honest at the time i just it was not a, it was not financially viable for me to do it um and the busts kind of was just a bad idea and I think they didn't do it well. I think if they'd done full-scale figures like they did with the Marvel ones, they'd done figures, I think that would have kind of probably kicked off better. The bust was just a, a terrible view. And that was a kind of couple of misses they had off the back of doing the Starship because they thought that that was what people wanted, was different and very varied Starship 
yeah, not just ships, but sort of. Yeah, stuff. we all wanted to get scared, didn't we? We wanted to get scared by Archer and whatnot and kind of weird faces. Yeah. Mm. Cisco, Cisco's power fist. <laughs> Sorry, just got a moment. Um, <laughs> so. Sorry. Hello, uh, Bluetooth. Moment of silence. For, moment of silence for Cisco's power fist. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> okay. Count to three. Count to three. Count to three. There, we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I'm back in the ring. Back in the ring. Yeah. So they're <laughs> French down. French down. The the Janeway one. <laughs> 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 Star Trek reviewer breaks down. <laughs> you know what? The ships did really well to avoid that kind of level of And, and the same with the graphic novels because they started reprinting, just reprinting pages and put them in the wrong order or whatever they did, um, which was quite amusing. Um, but that was that was that was funny when they started doing issues that that repeated pages or missed four pages out and all that kind of stuff. And you know what? The ships avoided some of those really really big errors. Um, and 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 you know all credit to them. And, and this. <laughs> This is probably where just pull it back together, Clyde, pull it together. Um, you know, they, they did a good job. And That's they, why you, know, you love did... coming on here, because you know it gets dumb, dumb oh, stupid God, quite sorry. quickly. Sorry, there's, there's, there's just those... those <laughs> I, just remember, I remember seeing the post and I cried when I saw that Janeway one. <laughs> I remember the guy who got it and they were, everyone was like, what is that? <laughs> How is that past quality control? <laughs> It's even when you used to, and let's 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 just lower the tone on this for a bit. But you used to get see some of them when they'd report getting the ships, and they'd be like missing a saucer, <laughs> missing an engine. They'd be like, where's it gone? <laughs> Who, who's looking at this? Is it well, I was watching a recent Damon review of one of his models. I think it might have been a SEO oh. model, and it didn't come with the, the stand. And he was going, <laughs> um, um, yeah, I can't put it on a stand. Um, yeah, um, I'll just like, I'll just hold it. Like, yeah, I can't put it on the stand because it's not even in the box. It's not here. Like, so yeah, it's just like uh, I think oh. isn't it like Simpsons? Where it's like you know, yes, pot of bees. Yep, yep, that's not right. But yep, pot of bees. Yep, that's fine. I'll take that off, and it just slowly goes by, and it's just like yeah, it's missing that, but don't worry about it. It'll be fine. It's fine. Next one. <laughs> Next one. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, some of them, so I'm uh, very thankful I got a postman that obviously cared enough and it just always got here in one piece. And I, I do, again, I think I said this last time, I feel very sorry for everyone that had 
major issues. I had never, I had hardly had any issues. So I feel very fortunate. Oh but yeah, there was some people out there who. Like, had, oh my so, god, just like. Some people have massive issues with them from day one. Like they were missing issues. I mean, admittedly, it did take. 18, 18 months. This is, I'm sure I've told you this before. 18 months for Defiant to turn up. For Defiant. So issue eight took 18 months to arrive. And it arrived. Uh, and I think Defi- Deep Space Nine turned up pretty much about a week after. But it took 18 months for those to turn up after they were released. Just because of demand. Because they had no stock. Uh, and at that point, they didn't realise, you think they didn't realise, I think, did they, how big the collection was going to be at the beginning, those first probably 50 issues, because it was just wiping them out. And they were trying to just, they couldn't build them fast enough to actually put them in the collection. Um, and I, I just, I, I know I know it's okay. it took ages for DS9 to turn up. I remember it taking flipping forever. And I think two turned up in the same week. It was something stupid like that. Oh yes, and we have got those Eagle Moseros. It's like, hey, older one, I got two. Okay, sure. You want to give me one? Well, fine. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> Again, I, I never got that. It's not turned up. It's not turned up. I waited a week. I waited a week for it over when you expected. You told me it'd turn up. It's not here. Okay, we'll send you another one out. You get the first. You get the second one, and then the day after the first one would turn up, and you'd be like, what am I doing? Um, I told you the story about my. Do you have to tell you a story about the? Um, I'm just thinking I'd have to wrap up in a minute because I've got to go and I've got to go and do stuff. Um, did I ever tell you a story about my um, into uh, Star Trek Beyond Enterprise? Probably have, but I've forgotten. So Star Trek Star Trek Beyond Enterprise turns up. Hi Eagle Moss, my Star Trek Beyond Enterprise has turned up without a magazine. Is there any chance you could just send me the magazine? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Actually, no, we can't do that, Clive. I'm afraid because um, they come pre-packed. They come with the magazine and the ships. There's always been an error. We're sorry, you've not got the magazine. Okay, no problem. We'll send you another one out. Okay, fine, Eagle Moss. What I'll do is I'll put the other one into our prize fund with the club and we'll, we'll do it as charity. We'll, we'll send. And they went, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Two weeks later, second one turns up. Dear Eagle Moss, you've sent me another enterprise. Thank you very much. However, there is no magazine with this one. <laughs> oh, we're very sorry. We'll send you the magazine out. Must be our error. Don't worry about it. Okay, fine, no problem. Two weeks later. Dear Ogamos, you've sent me another <laughs> Enterprise from Star Trek Beyond. This is three. Okay. Please, can you just send me the magazine? Well, I'm, I'm very glad they, they, they come pre-packed. Um, so you know, we'll, have to send you, we'll have to send you another one out. Um, apologies. Do what you want with this one. Okay, fine. Two weeks later. Dear Ogamos, this is getting a bit silly now. <laughs> Four. I had at one point. I had four without a magazine. And four. And the fifth one turned up. The fifth one. I built houses. I was having nightmares about this shit. Five in the end. It took to get right. Five. Before they sent the magazine, they opened it up and you're like, oh, please, 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 please be a magazine in it. Please be a magazine in it. Oh, it's got a magazine. Yes. Five. These things. I had a breeding program going in the bedroom <laughs> for Enterprise from Star Trek Beyond Enterprises. I was like, I don't hate the ship. I hate this goddamn ship. Not a very nice review <sighs> then. Or did it? No, it wasn't. It was. It was. It just drove me at the wall. 
just emailing them. Can you just send me the magazine? Well, we were in a different office to the warehouse. Was kind of the answer was we we're here, we're here, and the warehouse over here. Uh, so we tell the warehouse to send this out, but they only send out what they have boxed. They won't just send out what you need. So they'll just send out what we tell. So that they'll go up. We need one of item three six five two five. And they'll go and find item three six five two five and send it out because that's how it works. They can't just go. You're missing this bit. We'll just send you this bit. No, no, no. They have to send that thing. They won't even send me the whole thing. That was the thing. They weren't sending me the whole thing. They've been told several times I was missing the back. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> Drove me absolutely bonkers, I tell you. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, that was that was that was the worst and actually quite funny at the end of it because it's just like, what am I doing with all these? What am I doing with these enterprises? I sent them back. I think. <laughs> I think I was using them as I think I was just using them as as, ste- as steps across my garden at one point. I had that many. It was just it was just silly. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's you know what it's been a, it has been a great collection. Um, and the yeah, I was going to say you know, it was kind of it may not sound like it, but we do actually love oh, Eagle I love Moss. It. I've loved Eagle Moss. I think you know when they make it when they make an error, it's damn funny. And there's some and I you know what I keep please keep that in. Please keep me dying in. Because you know what, it was it was genuinely they made they made me smile even when they got it wrong. And there's some really nice people there. And one of the things I'd like to say, I think, is that is that the, the guys you speak to at the customer services, you know what, I'm sure people have problems and whatever. But whenever I've spoken to them, they've been really good. Um, and the people who've been involved with making that collection have been really great. And and I've loved watching people's YouTube videos and their reviews. I've loved writing their reviews of it. And I've loved the continued relationship I have with the people at Eagle Moss as well. Um, and and there's, there's, they, they just produce some great stuff. There's a couple of bits where you go, mm, it's a bit dubious and it's definitely money grabbing. But, you know, there's some bits where you go, got to have it, got to have it, no question, genius. Well done, fantastic. Not sure if I'm going to spend 109 quid on an event calendar, though, but we'll talk about that later in other months, shall we? <laughs> That's for another time. <laughs> Let's part that one quickly before we even get there. But you know what? there have been some brilliant ones and xo1 fantastic romulan shuttle from in the pale moonlight brilliant I could, you, could, you could list 30 to 40 and it's hard i know when we try and list them down and get 10 or 20 down it's very very difficult but it's, it's such a good collection yeah go and read things on blog <laughs> yes just go you'll on. be there forever but go and read them because they're, re- they're really good reads and still coming they're still being written today about this this thing and that thing and that thing and god knows what else and oh yeah there's a whole load of saying there's every issue i've done I did every issue of the collection every other but every one of the bonuses every one of the specials has been done uh and i'll continue to do the bonuses and specials as we go forward in the sto line uh just I just it's, it's down to finance you can't i can't physically afford you know, you, you look at if, if you bought everything that Eagle Moss does Star Trek per month, you'd, you'd pretty much be paying a mortgage out every month. Yeah, that's not even counting Star Galactica or Orville or... I know. And all the different bits to do on there. If you ever wanted any of that, kind of Doctor, Doctor Who, don't even go there with busts. <laughs> that's not even touch busts. Sorry, that's, that came out wrong as well. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, oh god it's um i need a drink um yeah okay 
but yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining me, Kyle. That was a lot of fun. Oh, mate, it's, it's always a pleasure. And we, I'm saying, I think, I think there's definitely a few. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always up to coming back as long as it's the right, as long as it's the right day and there's no England match playing. You're okay. <laughs> I'll definitely be there. Definitely be there. But no, thank you, mate. It's, it's always a pleasure. I know you're transition, transitioning into the walk core, but you kind of miss. Uh, uh, some kind of Star Trek and kind of the walk core and you got the magazine at the moment. So I don't kind of what, what, how would plug I it? don't I don't know how to plug it to be fair. It's it's so some kind of Star Trek. I, I still kind of go in and I'm not even even after what we talked about last time. I'm not even sure if I'm going to do the rebrand because it kind of exists and the stuff that's on it exists <laughs> and then the magazine. It's just there's so much going on because we're doing the club as well at the moment. So we've become part of SC, of, of Starfleet International, uh, a part of Region 20, which is the UK. And we've got our own piece and, and we are the, the USS Reginald Mitchell and we're building that at the moment. So that's kind of taking a bit more time. I think, as I said last time, I was on. So Scost is kind of still there <laughs> and it's kind of part of the walk call and the walk cause part of Scost and it's part of the club and it just is there and exists. and i'm just doing stuff so you don't know so i don't know just you know where it's where it was last time it's the same thing yeah scost.co.uk which is skost.co.uk you can find me on uh twitter as um at the warp core uh and you can find us on facebook as well either the uss reginald mitchell you can find uh some kind of star trek on facebook and have a look at any of the stuff that i don't post on it very often because uh, it's usually on, on the site and then I kind of do other stuff and whatever and I just do it because I enjoy it you, you know what it's just as well oh the magazine I, I, you know what I, I do love doing the magazine a bit more graphic-y a bit kind of a bit different things and, and different people writing for it as well and uh, the, so that's um, really nice. advert that you um thankfully you did for us um in yes. this month's art um this month's edition yes yeah, yeah. yeah I've got the right uh, yeah yeah, that's right. It's in this month's but It'll be it'll be last month by the time this comes out. Yes. Or even. You couldn't be more right. <laughs> no, it's awesome. As always, it's always been a pleasure, mate. Always, anytime, anytime. I'll come on. You know. Even with small Easter eggs that no one knows about. <laughs> we'll leave that for another, again. We'll leave that for another time to explain that one. But that's uh, we can leave that as a to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just an in joke from last time he was on that I kind of included for a close benefit yeah if anybody yes, knows, if anybody's um, read the return we'll just say it's to do with Shatner's return which I kind of waxed unlyrical about like you time. say it's getting late and things yeah, are let's, getting let's, let's so we'll leave continued. that for another, another <laughs> night to enlighten everyone else of what wait, what I've been up to yeah and to, for, yeah. to let Clive go and have a look and go oh there it is <laughs> No, it's brilliant. brilliant. No, it's, it's, I say it's always a pleasure to come on. Always a pleasure to talk about whatever you want but, to talk yeah, about. Yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. I, I say, it was a, a, a very good pleasure with um, Damien, and I was looking forward to tonight because it's just like, oh, just, again, topic we could talk endlessly about, and we have spoken for about, I think it's coming on hour 45-ish. Yeah, about that. About that. So I have literally spent three hours talking about the same thing, but I, I couldn't be more happier. Um, cool. Yeah, um, that's another edition of the Engage Podcast. Um, we'll be back soon with yes, um, season seven of Next Gen season review, which is crazy. Damn, um, it's amazing. Debatable. 
Phantasm's um, better. Um, <laughs> oh, cake. Soon. Cake. 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 I'm just going to keep interrupting. Parallels is good. <laughs> that browser as well. Pegasus. Sorry. Let's list, list every single episode. As... <laughs> now I can do it in order. Um, Descent Liaisons, Interface Gambit Part 1, Gambit Part 2, Phantasms, Dark Page, uh, Inheritance. Um, what comes after Inheritance? Force of Nature. No, it's Force of Nature, Inheritance, Dark Page. Force Nature Inheritance, uh, and then it's Parallels Pegasus, Homeward Subrosa, uh, Thine Own Self. Oh, I've forgotten now. Thine Own Self. Then it goes either Beholder. No, either Beholder. Uh, masks. And Masks, either Beholder. Genesis Journey's End. Um, and then it's Firstborn Bloodlines, preemptive, um, Emergence, Preemptive Strike. All good things. Mic drop. And I think I got some of them in the wrong order, but there you go. <laughs> Don't know how I remember that. <laughs> Don't know. Can't remember any other season in order, apart from season seven and next gen. <laughs> it's one of those things. That it's 20, 25 years ago, and I still can't remember that order. I don't know why. Weird. There you go. Right, I'm sorry, I'm going now. I'll leave yes, to see your but evening. thanks for coming and whatnot. Um, right. Yes, and, we're do- and I'm doing that thing, and... Yeah, um, talk to you then. Bye.